Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. Hey guys, this is the ramblings of a transgender Christian, and I am your host, Anna Hudak. It is good to be back. So yes, took a week off. Um, we just finished off season one last time, and yeah, we're starting up season two, and it is pretty damn good to be back after that one week break. It feels a lot longer. But yeah, definitely awesome to be back. I, uh, I'm i not going to lie, I've been a bit disappointing this past week. Um, I was hoping to really be able to have a mic um, so that this could sound better, you know, have a better um, audio quality. Unfortunately, it was not to be. I could not figure out how to fuck to um, attach a, uh, you know... Have the Motorola, my Motorola G7, which is why you do fucking everything off of, because I don't have a computer or any other piece of technology, um, outside of my, like, video game consoles, but for not connected to the internet, because I have no internet. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, no better audio quality yet, so, sorry. Uh, definitely, definitely, uh, pretty damn disappointed about that. Uh, but, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a good week, um... My middle sister, um, the oldest of my younger sisters, um, she had her 21st birthday this past week. Um, so yeah, just oh, fucking crazy just to think that she's that damn old. 22, 21, and 19. And my birthday is what? Like, oh God, it's getting too close. Gotta think. One, two, three, four. Just over four months. Just over four months away. Fucking crazy! I cannot be turning twenty three this year. I, it still, it still, still seems fucking crazy that I'm that old, like, or that young, should I say? Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I have to literally think most of the time, like, how old am I now? You know, like, it just doesn't seem crazy that I'm in my twenties, mainly because I feel a hell of a lot older. Um, you know, on a good day, on a very good day, I feel like I'm in my sixties. Most days, though, like today, I feel like I'm in my 70s or 80s. Very rough childhood. <laughs> but yeah, I feel fucking ancient. Um, so it genuinely surprises me whenever I think, oh shit, I'm in my 20s. I'm supposed to feel young. Like, I'm supposed to, you know, like, I am young. Like, what the fuck am I doing feeling like I'm in my 70s? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, you know, so yeah, she's she's 21 now, legally old enough to drink and drive. <laughs> oh God, I, I, I tried so hard to get that out straight faced. I, I really did. I wanted to get out that she could <laughs> legally drink. <laughs> oh my God. Drink and drive with a straight face. I have, I, I am horrid. I have like no poker face. Um... I have no deadpan. It, deadpanning is, like, impossible for me. Like, I cannot deliver a joke without busting myself up. Like, it's horrid. I, I hate it. I Like, I wish I could make a joke without laughing. <laughs> but, like, I can't do it. Like, I just cannot make a joke with a straight face. I gotta burst out laughing. But, yeah. <laughs> no, obviously not allowed to drink. Not allowed to drink a drive. Uh, but, no, she's legally old enough to drink. I have no idea if she has or will. I am 22. I have not taken advantage of that yet. Uh, probably never will. God willing. <laughs> um, 
I really have no interest um, in, in touching alcohol. Like I, I like I did touch a little bit of alcohol when I was underage. My parents let me try wine when I was like seventeen or eighteen. You know, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah, I think I was about seventeen or eighteen. I tried maybe about three or four times. Um, fucking awful. Just, just, just fucking awful. Absolutely hated it. Every damn time I like I spit it straight out of my mouth. <laughs> um, and was like just like filling my mouth with like anything else just to get that horrid taste out of my mouth. I genuinely have no idea how to fuck anybody who likes wine. Um, but yeah, that's like that's like the only alcohol I've ever touched. And honestly, I have no interest in touching any other forms of alcohol. Because um, I am a fucking little Puritan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, a, it was an interesting week. Because honestly, the, the main thing that kind of happened, I think, this week, it's been, it, it's been a long week. Um, yeah. Mm. Anywho... <laughs> Moving right along, um, I guess the first thing I kind of want to mention is because we are now devoted to Caitlyn Jenner. This is now the Caitlyn Jenner News Center, um, that where we will focus strictly on tearing down her fucking ga- governor campaign, assuming there is a runoff election in California. God forbid. Um, oh God, this this happened today. Is what, that is today as if I'm recording this, uh, which is the 28th of May. Caitlyn Jenner wants to create a commission. No, I'm not misquoting that. She, she actually said she wants a commission to determine which trans girls are quote-unquote truly trans. Yeah, a commission to determine which trans girls are truly trans. Yeah, no, 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 nothing could go wrong with that. Um, not, n- nothing at all, obviously. Fucking, oh, God. Horrid idea. Do, do, like, do I need to explain how fucking horrid of an idea this is? Like, yeah, but just, just, just stick up a fucking social, you know, just stamp a, stamp a fucking number on their heads for fucking out loud already, like... Clearly what you want to do, Caitlin. Like, once again, I said this last time, you know, when I talked about her. And I was going to say it again. I said on Twitter. You know, I'm going to say this many, many, many more times on all my various um, uh, platforms. When you're rich, your whole identity is, I'm rich. Any other identity you have goes straight out the fucking window. It doesn't matter. Um, and that's even if you are a marginal member of a marginalized group, you know, see Caitlyn, you know, like Caitlyn Jenner, she's trans. That doesn't get, she, it doesn't even matter to her. I guarantee it. She doesn't give a fuck about it. Uh, being trans is strictly what she uses to keep herself in the fucking news and to make sure she can get more money. She will find any way to market her transness ju- just to fucking make more money and keep power. And because look at her right now. She is doing everything she fucking can to throw other trans people under the fucking bus right now. Um, she, she, she's fucking horrendous. She doesn't give a shit about any other trans people. She doesn't even give a shit that she's trans. I fucking guarantee you. She only gives a shit that she's rich and she just happens to be trans. 
So yeah, she has no problem destroying trans rights here in America, destroying our fucking liberation, just so that she didn't get more money. I, that's how unfortunately this works when you're rich. When you're rich, your whole fucking identity is, I'm rich. So yeah, Caitlyn Jenner doesn't give a single fuck about trans liberation. Because guess what, if things go south here, she can go anywhere the fuck she wants. So, good job. Great, great, great job, Caitlyn. The best Twitter reaction I saw to this was this one tweeter saying, I'd rather be run over. And then Crash, um, parentheses she day, responded, <laughs> Oh, this is bad. I'm sure Caitlin would be happy to accommodate you. <laughs> it wouldn't be her first time. Oof. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 ain't ever living that one down, Caitlin, are ya? And good for good reason. She never should have gotten away with that. She should never have gotten away with killing that fucker. Because um, she wasn't paying attention. She decided, hey, I'm rich. I can, you know, text and drive as much as I want and not get, and get away with it. Nothing's going to happen because I'm fucking rich. And unfortunately, yeah, it turns out that... If you are rich, you literally can't get away with killing people because you're texting and driving. So, I guess, you know, Caitlin was right. No, no, no fucking consequences happened. So, congrats, I guess. Anyway. Anywho, I, 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 probably not, not good for the soul to dwell on Caitlin and her just pure, pure awfulness. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, all right, and I gotta think, should I get serious or should I continue on on the um, bombast train? Nah, fuck it, let's get serious. All right. <laughs> so I've been, I, I've been doing a lot of thinking. Um, a lot of that thinking is, you know, I've been thinking a lot about my life, uh, especially God lately. You know, I'm not gonna lie. My relationship with God, you know, my faith, my being a Christian is something that I am, I, I give a lot of things about me, like, because I am, not going to lie, kind of fucking insecure about it. Um, I really don't know shit about, really shit about anything, you know. I'm be honest, like, the more I study the Bible, the more I pray or whatever, you know, whenever I do get around to praying, because to be honest, I don't don't really pray that much, if I'm being honest. I am not exactly a regular at prayer. Um, you know, not exactly a regular at reading my Bible, either. You know, I, I was doing good at it for a bit, but you know, um, shit happens, I guess. Uh... I actually don't even know why I stopped reading. I mean, I know I kind of stopped praying, but don't really know why I stopped reading. Um, but yeah. But yeah, you know, I, and I've really been thinking, you know. And it, it's, it's really true, you know, that like, how you treat your spiritual life, especially like how you view God. 
how you treat God and all that shit, you know. It's a reflection of your, you know, physical relationships, you know, like the people that you talk to every day, you know, you're, it's basically a reflection of how you treat people in life, you know, um, and all that stuff, you know. Like, for instance, you know, like I had a very abusive father. So, it, and you know, it's very hard for me to see, you know, God is good, you know. Uh, you know, because he's supposedly he's supposed to be my heavenly father. And it's hard for me to look at him as my heavenly father. Um, because, well, <laughs> don't exactly have a very good father here on earth. You know, I don't treat God with quite the respect he deserves because I... You know, I don't, I am horrid at holding down a relationship with God because, well, I am horrid at relationships here on earth. I suck at them, you know. And that kind of also goes back to how you God, you know, because, well, my parents fucking sheltered me. They didn't allow me to really build, you know, any relationships growing up. I was fucking sheltered. I was homeschooled. Um... Face straight up didn't even allow me to make friends for a long time, you know. I never really got to interact with people around my age. I was cooped up at home pretty much all the damn time. You know, I mean, even when I did have the chances, you know, because I was trans, you know. Like, I mean, I had no idea what the fuck the term trans even was. I never even heard of it, you know. I just knew if I really, really wanted to be a girl... You know, and I also could tell that, oh shit, nobody else really seems to feel this way. <laughs> you know, nobody else seems to really want to be the, you know, the opposite gender, you know. So, and I was, you know, other people born male really seem prideful in the fact that they were born male. <laughs> you know, so it's like, that was fucking isolating, you know. So like, even when I did, you know, I always kept an arm's distance away so that nobody... Found out my secret. It's like, I don't really know how to do a relationship, if I'm being honest. And to be honest, that kind of scares me, you know. Not necessarily so much for my physical relationships, you know. Like, I'm kind of used to being alone. Like, don't get me wrong, it'll suck if I, like... Was ever, you know, if I'm, like, ever completely, totally alone. Like, I, I, I could live with it. I'm kind of used to, you know, to at least some degree being alone. But it scares me with God. My relationship is not where it should be. Like, every time when I try, you know, like, I just don't know how to do a relationship. Every time, you know, it's like, okay, maybe I just talk to God. Well, but then my problem is, like, how do I know he's listening? Like, it's just like I'm talking into fucking air. Like, there's no feedback or anything. It's just hard to motivate myself to pray. And there's, like, no feedback when... You know, and... It's kind of especially discouraging because it's just another reflection of my life, you know, my physical life. No one ever listened to me, you know? 
Growing up, never had an ear. Never had anybody I could go to. Nobody I could trust with anything. Nobody ever, you know. And even when I tried to open up to people, nobody wanted to hear it, you know. I remember as a little kid, you know, trying to talk to mom and dad about what was wrong, you know. Like, whenever I was out, you know, if I was having, like, a bad day, and I remember trying to go to my parents to talk it out with them, you know, as a little kid. And mom and dad always being like, no, 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 later, later. And it didn't matter what the fuck they were doing, you know. They always said, we're busy, you know. It didn't matter what they were doing. I mean, they could literally just be sitting there doing nothing, and they would call that busy. Like, every damn time. And I just learned... As a little kid that I didn't matter. My thoughts, my feelings, they didn't matter. I spent years literally working as hard as I could to rid of myself of all emotion. I mean, I tried, I mean, I am talking probably for a, a more than a decade. I'm not even joking. Like I probably was doing it for like 12, 13 years, if not more. Doing everything I could to never have any emotion. To never be happy. To never be sad. To never be angry, you know. But once I realized, you know, I couldn't, you know, ever do that. And just, you know, once I realized I couldn't purge myself of all emotion, you know. At least never show emotion. You know, never cry. Never laugh. You know, just because I didn't matter. Nobody ever wanted to hear about what was going on with me. Never had that dialogue. If I'm being honest, it kind of feels that way with God in many ways. Just like talking to a wall. It's just demotivating. You know, and there's so many times here on earth where it's just like, there's, there's a certain situation I'm dealing with, but it's like, literally nobody knows about it. Because, well, nobody's going to treat it with the respect it deserves. Like, it's such a sensitive problem for me. Like, nobody's going to give a shit about the sensitivity it needs. They're just going to tell, say, go like, Hey, you just need to do this. Like, I know what everybody fucking's going to say. But, like, there's, like, certain nuances to it. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I just need to talk. Like, let it out in some way. It's like, nobody's going to give a shit about the sensitive part of it, you know? Like... Sure, I can do that thing that everybody tells me I need to do. But guess what? There are going to be some pretty big consequences if I do it. And I I don't have what it takes to deal with those consequences if I do it. And nobody's really going to be able to be there. Help me through it. You know, and... You know, like, I tried, you know, in, even in the past when I've had situations like this, you know, it's like I just couldn't talk to anybody about it because, well, people are judgy. 
you know, like, but like, even when I just like, hey, goddess, what's going on? Like, I just don't feel anything, you know, it's just like, I don't feel any lighter, you know, I don't feel any better for having let out. In fact, if anything, I just kind of almost feel worse. Because I just don't know how, I just don't know how to have a relationship of God. Like, what does one even look like? Like, what does a relationship of God look like? What does really even having a healthy relationship with a person even look like? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it one bit. You know, and it just kind of, in so many ways, ties into the fact that, you know, another aspect of it that kind of was really, really thinking about is, you know, how I don't really know how to love, you know? I don't even really know what it is, if I'm being honest. When I was growing up, gosh, this is hard to talk about. My parents were very emotionally abusive and neglectful. Um, they loved to tear me down at every opportunity. You know? And I remember so many times, you know, and then they would also force me into telling lies to make me look as bad as possible. Like, my parents are, like, fucking hellbent on making me the villain of everything. And, like, I always had to be a bad guy, you know? Like, I could be completely innocent in a situation, but it didn't matter. If I told them the truth that I was innocent, well, then I was punished for lying. And I'm not even joking. I would literally get punished for lying if I was telling the truth because, well, I was innocent and it just couldn't be. So I just had to, yeah, 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 I did that, yep, yep. I'm the bad guy. I'm horrid. I, I am this, you know, evil little monster. And of course, you know, you get punished for that, but at least you didn't have the reputation for being a liar. I didn't have the reputation for being the most disgusting little human on planet Earth. Who was just completely horrid. And was completely far for God. You know, I remember so many times, you know, because, like, it went on for so long. My parents were scared that, you know, I would burn in hell because, like, you're such a horrid child. I was like, well, no, I'm really not. But you guys keep forcing me to say that I'm a horrid child. So, of course. You know, I remember times growing up where they would just verbally berate me, you know. Tell me how I was going to grow up to be this lazy bum, you know, a good for nothing, a loser, you know, just horrid things, you know, they would tell me how I was a horrible person and everything, just things, things that tear people down, you know, especially when you're a kid and you're hearing it from your parents, people who are supposed to love you the most. And then they would always... Put her hands on my shoulder and tell me, we're telling you these things because we love you. Yeah, if 
They were abusing me because they loved me. You know? Needless to say, I never felt loved. I never did. I remember, you know, probably about age five, just dreaming of running away from my parents. You know, like I just wanted from an early age to just escape, get out of there. Because my parents don't love me. You know? Never really had much of a relationship with my siblings. Never really had much of a relationship with extended family. You know? They always told me that they loved me, but never really, I don't know, never really was super noticeable to me. Never really felt loved in any of those places, if I'm being honest. Be honest, it's probably not her fault. I'm certain they do. Yeah, you know, I always just grew up knowing what love wasn't. And now I just don't really know what love even is. Like, what is it? It's not like, you know, like, I kind of do, you know, like, I deeply love my parents, you know, as horrid as they've been to me, you know, even when, when they sent me to conversion therapy, I still loved them. And when I ran away, finally, last year. I cried for so long. Because I didn't want to have to do that. <sighs> but there's no way that's a healthy kind of love. You know, like, just... Loving your abusers so much. To the point that you're emotionally dependent on them, you know? You know, I still love my younger sisters, even if we don't have any relationship. But, like, what is it even, like, I don't even know what that even really looks like. Like, is this something... If it's just things that I feel, like, just, like, how do you quantify these things? Like, how do you, like, control these things? Like, and it's got to be a way to fully understand it, you know? To be able to, like, control it, you know? Like, to be able to use it or whatever, you know? I just don't know how. And that's really all I know. You know, and the only reason I really love them at all is because for what I grew up with, you know, they're the only people I ever had growing up. Even if they were never there for me.
Not been easy. But the thing is, like, I just don't know. I don't know how to love God. I really don't. I hate admitting that. Like, I should know how to do it. You know, I call myself a Christian. It's like, what does that even mean? What does it even look like? How do you actually do it? Like, I just don't understand relationships. I don't understand love one bit. Like, the love is just like, you know, like, the love I have for my parents' sisters are like, which is like built in, you know? Like, I, outside of that, you know, like, do I really feel love, you know, outside of them, you know? I don't really know, you know? I don't know. I mean, I guess there's kind of like this love, I, I, I guess, you know, being my close, my great, my online friend. I guess I love her. I guess that's like the one person outside my family. You know? Probably because, you know, we just share so much in common. We both have very similar parents, you know? We're both trans. Come from very Christian conservative backgrounds, you know? I don't really know what I'm saying. I don't really know what I'm thinking. It's all just a bunch of gibberish. I don't know. I keep contradicting myself. I I, I don't understand my own thoughts and feelings. It's a fucking jumbled up max. I don't really know what I know. I don't really know what I believe. I don't really know anything. <laughs> I'm this blabbering idiot trying to... At least get some fucking semblance of just anything. Like, what is anything? I don't know. Is anything really real? I don't fucking know. Don't really know anything. What is it if I'm capable of? What is it if I really feel? What are my true beliefs? I don't fucking know. Yeah, that feels good to say, not. <laughs> I got a platform here. I should know fucking everything. It's like, no, 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 I don't. Like, shouldn't I be more, you know, competent in my beliefs, you know? Like, know what I really feel, know what I really know. You know, if I'm going to record my thoughts and feelings out on this thing, you know, or on my blog or on my YouTube channel. Probably. But do I really ever know what I actually think or believe? No, not at all. <sighs> Worst podcast host ever. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I... I guess that's really what, it, what we're left with is I don't know anything. I really don't know anything. 
<sighs> oh well. Alright. What can you do really about it? I guess I just kind of wish I... You know how to do a relationship, you know? Especially with God. I just don't. That's really, really fucking depressing. <sighs> Speaking of kind of depressing, <laughs> you know, kind of talked about this on Twitter, you know, just the other day. But yeah, something I really wish I could change about myself. If I wasn't so fucking terrified of dogs. You know, like, I'm not saying that, like, I wish I was, like, a dog lover or anything, you know? Like, I think that's, you know, kind of the impression like, that a lot of people got away from those tweets, you know? Um, I'm not saying that. Uh, but, you know, I just wish I wasn't terrified of dogs. You know, so, like, that's a long fucking story, you know? Um, you know, growing up, you know, my uncle who lives with my grandparents on my mom's side, uh, he had a dog. Zach, who was basically, I guess, like a sheep herding dog, you know, so he, he ran around you and barked, you know, as a little kid, you know, he just know that there's this dog who's running around you and barking like crazy. It's fucking terrifying, you know, but I would, like, climb onto the back of the couch, you know, hug the back, you know, and the dog, you know, Zach would just lean his head over the couch, you know, um, lean his head, you know, and just bark at me, you know, and I'd be sitting there fucking terrified, even before that, you know, like, one of my earliest memories is being, like, a fucking little toddler, you know, could barely walk. <laughs> Going to a dad's friend's house, you know, I have no idea who these fuckers were, you know. But my dad was taking me to one of his friend's houses, and they had this big-ass dog, like, fucking huge. You know, I mean, I have no idea what it is, you know, was, you know. If I had to guess, you know... Probably, like, a fucking, like, German Shepherd or some shit like that, you know? Because the fucking thing was fucking huge, you know? My dad is six foot one. That thing was, like, over the... was over half of dad's height, you know? And that thing was barking at me, you know? And, you know, and this thing... You know, this dog was fucking taller than I was, you know? Um, I was fucking terrified. And finally, I got dad to hold me, you know? And even then, the dog was able to still kind of get at my feet, you know? And, like, I, like, I have just developed because of, like, all that, you know, like, such a fear of dogs. That even, like, you know, the fucking nicest dogs in the world, you know. Um, some people who went to the church that I used to go to, you know, because my family forced me to. Um, they had a dog who apparently was, like, supposed to be, like, the nicest dog in the world. Never barked at anyone. Never even tried to attempt to bite anyone. You know? Sweetest thing on earth. Within a few hours, that dog was trying to bite me. And everybody's like, holy shit, like, I've never seen her do a that before. It's like, yeah, you know, dogs can smell fear. <laughs> I am fucking terrified of this fucker. But no, they, for hour, for several straight hours, they just kept saying, oh, no, it will never do anything to you. It won't, you know, it will never try to bark or even, bar, even just bark at you. You know, it's sweet. Yeah, bullshit, it's trying to bite me. I just wish I wasn't so fucking terrified of dogs, you know? Like, it's to the point that a lot of people, like, you know, when I say a lot of people, I mean, like, the few people that I ever see at all, you know? Like, you know, like, Santa Family's bullshit like that, you know? 
Like, they, they would have to hide for dogs at bed. to hide for dogs in her room because, you know, I'm so fucking terrified of them. In another room, you know. And I remember going to somebody's house one time where they had to hide the dogs, you know. They were so terrified and other people wanted to see the dogs. And so, you know, like a whole bunch of them went into the room with the dogs, you know. And of course, I'm sitting there left out. Guys, I'm fucking terrified of them, you know. It's like, I'm not saying I want to be a fucking dog lover or anything. You know, because I guess apparently somehow I gave that impression on Twitter, you know. I just want to not be fucking terrified of dogs. You know, I hate, you know, especially when I see so many people truly love dogs. I, I think this is where people got the impression I'll say no one did be a dog lover. Like, 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 I see how much other people love dogs, you know, like, they, they just fucking adore them. You know, once again, I am not saying I necessarily want to do that. I really don't. You know, but I guess I just wish I could kind of understand, you know, at least to an extent what they see, you know, like, to, you know, at least be good with dogs, you know? Yeah. You know, make it so that, you know, I wasn't sitting, so, so that, you know, other people don't feel the need to have to hide for dogs in their house whenever I'm over, you know, just because I'm so fucking terrified of them. You know, and when I go to my um, aunt and uncle's house, you know, um, if I ever go there again, uh, you know, I'm not sitting there practically shitting my pants when her dogs climb up on the couch with me, you know. I just want to not be fucking terrified of these things, but it's like, it's so fucking embedded. I just can't get over it. I hate that about myself. I really... Really ate that about myself. You know? Fat and butterflies. Butterflies are probably the only animal on earth that I am as terrified of as dogs. Like, if I see a butterfly, I am running for my fucking life the other way. I'm not even joking. I am fucking terrified of those things so much. Um, me and butterflies do not go well together. You know? I don't like bees either or spiders, you know? Like, oh, God, fucking spiders, you know. Earwigs, oh, God, I can't do those. I can't do those. Uh, spiders, not very good with, you know. Especially if we're bigger, you know. With smaller ones, I, uh, you know, whatever. I don't like, I hate killing um, bugs, you know. I may ask. I fucking hate it. Um, I will do whatever I can to try to get the thing outside of the house so I don't have to kill it. You know. Um, even spiders. I try not to kill spiders if I can get away with it, you know. Oftentimes, like, I'll just sit there and tell the spider, you know, in hopes that it understands me. Hey, just stay over there, please, so I don't have to kill you. But if you come over here, I'm gonna have to kill you. And then, like, even when I do finally have to kill the thing, like, I just feel horrid, you know. I just, I, like, I feel like a monster. Um. But, yeah, like, butterflies, they fucking terrify me. <laughs> And all kind of, like, I'm not, like, super claustrophobic or anything, you know? Like, I'm not really super claustrophobic. But, you know, I am a little bit claustrophobic. And, you know, we went to a butterfly house um, when I was, like, seven. And, you know, it, they had butterflies flying all around, you know? Like, the butterflies could touch you. You could touch the butterflies. And there are thousands of these things. And we're just flying so close in proximity to you. Like, I just lost it. I fucking lost it. I couldn't do it. And that's where my fear of butterflies comes from. 
I, you know, like the butterfly one doesn't really like disturb, you know. I, I don't really feel bad about the butterfly fear just because, like, like, how often do you see butterflies? Not very often. But dogs, it's just like, nah, like, I can't, like, I wish I could get over the fear of that. Not, once again, not necessarily wanting to be a dog lover. In fact, I really don't want to be a dog lover at all. Um, you know, especially, I, I don't really want to be a lover of any animal because I don't really want to be a pet owner. You know, I don't, I, like, I'm sorry, I have no interest in fucking upkeeping a pet. <laughs> you know, don't really have the money. I don't really know how to fucking sound like, I, like, I don't know. Don't really want, I don't really want to be a lover of any animal. You know, I just want to not be fucking terrified at all. So. Yeah. I think I kind of probably beat that to death. Um, <laughs> metaphorically, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, there were so many other things I wanted to talk about after the week, you know. Like, so many things that happened since I last recorded an episode, you know. Um, you know, it's been like two weeks since I've recorded anything, or was it? Has it been? No, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been about, like, what, two weeks? You know, I, I don't remember. Was it two weeks? Yeah, I think about two weeks since I recorded anything. Um, so many things I just was so pumped up and ready to talk about, you know. Um, actually, one of them I might still talk about. You know, kink at pride parades, you know. Apparently that's discourse again. Like, you know, fuck it. Let, let's get into all this bullshit. Let, let, let's get into this bullshit. Um, first off, I, I, I don't know. Do I want to mention this? Okay, I, okay, I just want to make a very, very brief note about something that has nothing to do with anything I really want to talk about. But okay, so I, so I am a bit of a hockey fan. When I say a bit of a hockey fan, I mean, I'm pretty much a Detroit Red Wings fan, and I don't really give a shit about rest of hockey at all. Like, I am pretty much strictly a Detroit Red Wings fan. You know, the rest of the NHL doesn't really, I don't really follow too much, you know. Once the Red Wings season is over, I don't give a shit about hockey until, you know, hockey comes back. Um, but even then, you know, I still kind of, sort of, kind of hear, you know, some of the stuff that's going on, you know, I listen to, um, the Winged Wheel podcast, um, so, like, I kind of do know what's going on to an extent with the rest of the league, you know, to a small extent, um, but it, honestly, if they don't talk about it, I don't hear about it, really, so highly unlikely, and, oh my god, so, John Tavares, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, he's the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, he was in Varen for playoff series against the Canadians. The worst hit I've ever seen in a hockey game, ever. Um, absolutely fucking horrifying. Um, and, and from what I hear, according to other, you know, much older hockey fans, the most horrifying hit they've ever seen in a hockey game. It was horrifying. Bodies should not uh, be bending in ways that that body was bending, especially necks. Like I am not joking. The first thought I, the first thought I had when I you know saw the neck go that way was, holy fuck, he's dead. Like that guy is gonna fucking die. And apparently, you know, from what I was hearing, a lot of other people were fucking terrified that he was going to die if not dead. You know, like. Oof! Like I saw that. Like I like I saw it afterwards. You know, like I knew that he was at least at the time alive. Thankfully, he's still alive. You know, 
Um, and it doesn't seem, from what I understand, um, like there's any, you know, like, permanent damage. S- somehow. Like, I, like, that's a fucking miracle if I've ever heard one. Um, cause that, in, that hit looked career-ending. And I'm not even exaggerating one bit. Like, my, like, I, like, I was like, oh yeah, his career is over. <laughs> After that hit. Like, there's, your body doesn't... You can't get over your body bending that way. And just, like, get back on the ice, you know. At least anytime fucking soon. Um, but anyway, that's not really why I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the fucking... I think it was the Toronto Sun, I want to say. Um, it was them or one of the Montreal Rags. Where they literally did a... On their front page, a picture of John Travers bloodied up, you know, like, bleeding all over the place. And uh, the big headline on the paper was, Captain Crunched. Captain Crunched, are you fucking kidding me? You inhumane little piece of shit. Anyone, and I mean this, any fucking person who was even remotely involved in the process of a headline needs to be fired and never hired anywhere ever again. You inhuman pieces of shit. And they, like the editors, they, you know, the printer, like, like the person came out like, you're fucking inhuman. Like, I'm sorry. Do, do you have any morals whatsoever? Like, I, I genuinely don't know how the fuck you sleep with yourself at night. Like, how? How do you sleep with yourself at night when you come up with something like that? Like, for fuck's sake. When you put together that fucking headline, nobody knew what the hell was going to happen with him. All we knew, he was in the hospital and possibly dying. You know, his family is sitting there probably, like, fucking, in you know, a like, like, the worst hours of... All of his family's and friends' life, you know? Verl sitting there, you know, just like on their fucking knees, praying to God feverishly, you know, to, to for him to live, you know? Verl sitting there, you know, prepare, mentally preparing themselves for his death, you know, almost certainly. Nobody knows what's happened to him. And this is what you come up with. Seriously. Holy fuck. I, I mean, it's, I, like... Each and every person who worked on the headline and who approved it needs to been fired yesterday. So yes, I know that happened a while ago, you know. It happened just shortly at, um, when I released the last episode. So I recognize this is old news. But what you gonna do? It happened during the hiatus and I just had to get it off. As a, you know, like just fucking inhumane. <sighs> Anywho, um, let me see. Um, so yeah, anyway, kink shaming. So yes, um, the, the discourse around kinks at, um, pride parades is up again, you know, the big discourse. And you have, can you do kink set? Pride parades. The answer is obviously fucking yes, apparently. But apparently this is fucking, um, 
controversial somehow, you know? Fucking idiots like Riley, Riley Grace were strong and Vosh or sitting there like, like, you know? Oh no, you can't have kings at Pride Parade? How dare Timmy see a dildo? No, horrid! Like, oh, fucking hell. You know, it's just like... <laughs> like, think of the children! Like, they're I mean, literally doing the think of the children line. You know, and even better, you know, like, well, think of the parents, you know, who may not be totally... As, like, fuck them. You know, seriously, like... Like I, like, I genuinely don't even understand how this discussion... Obviously, kinks are allowed at Pride. How the fuck are they not? Like... Hello? Duh! Like... Who fucking cares if a kid sees a kink? Who fucking cares, you know, if they see people getting a little bit sexual of a chart? Like, who fucking cares? Like, oh no, Timmy and Susie saw people getting a little bit sexy with each other. Like, people do that. Like, who fucking cares? Like, how is this a, even an issue? Like, where the fuck did this whole notion that, you know, like, nudity or sex is, like, a shameful thing, you know? Like, people, like, it amazes me how people just are, like, so fucking terrified even talking about sex, you know? Um, you know, like, we sit there with our little kids, you know, for, for, for kids, you know, like, okay, um, mommy and daddy, um, we kind of have to, um, you know, have a little, uh, talk, um, you see, um, I, I don't really know how to put, put this to you, you know, but, um, you're a guy, uh, you know, you, you, uh, you, you have a penis, you know, uh, you, you, your body is changing, you know, and it's this fucking awkward as fuck thing, you know, it's like, for fuck's sake, just tell the kid, look, you got a penis, girls, they, they, they have fucking vaginas, you know what you do, you know, assuming you're straight, you stick your erect penis right in there, you know? Um, and if you're, you know, that's, it, you know, it, that's assuming that you're, you know, and if you're not doing, if you're just going to have sex for fun, then you wear a fucking condom. Here's a condom. I'm going to, you need to learn how to use this fucking thing. You know, just, just say it. Just say it. Like, I don't understand where the fucking shame of all this bullshit comes from. You know, and it's just like, oh no, you can't mention sex around the kids. You can't do anything a little bit even remotely sexy around the kids. Like, why? Like, we're going to be doing it in a few years. Who fucking cares? The kids can handle it. I promise you. I learned about sex as a really fucking young age. You know, I knew, you know, I remember like, I was at home, maybe age four or five, you know. I was reading the science book that was way above me, you know. It was definitely for adults. And they talked about sex. They showed naked people. I saw, you know, for the first time what a vagina looks like. They talked about, you know, sex and how that happens. It did, you know, I turned out fine. I promise you, it's not fucking scarring. I don't understand this bullshit, you know, like, oh, no, no, you can't have kinks, like, you know, it's, it obviously goes back to fucking visibility, you know, to respectability politics, which is complete bullshit. Like, the fact that we're even still even talking about respectability politics is fucking bullshit, you know, like, fuck them, you know, um, I don't believe in it whatsoever. Like, yeah, you know what, I'm a kinkster, get over it, fucker. 
you know, like, and personally, I'm not, you know, I am completely asexual. Um, you know, I have a, I, I hope to God I never have sex, but for fuck's sake, let the kinksters do for kinks and let them be proud about it. So dumb. Honestly, the best tweet I saw about it, um, was from this, um, is from Italian convert. Her, um, Twitter handle is at bimbo Marxist. And here's what she said. No kink at Pride turned to no visibly gay people at Pride quickly. Which is totally true. Like, holy shit. It was amazing. I had so many fucking, you know, no kinks at Pride Parade. Immediately, well, maybe you shouldn't be visibly gay at Pride. You know, like, maybe don't be holding hands, you know. Maybe don't be kissing each other. Could you just, you know, just not do anything obviously gay, please? Like it, it just shows you, you know, you don't, don't, don't see that inch. Like seriously, why the fuck would you ever cede anything to anyone? Like that's fucking bullshit, man. You know, like once you did, you know, you're just inviting them to take more ground. Anyway, she continues. Um, as long as people aren't walking around in uh, gimp suits, leave people alone. A lever thong isn't hurting anyone. Amen. I'm indifferent, in her final tweet, I'm indifferent about furries. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and, and some of the, reli- the replies were fucking perfect as well. Cliff Excellent, um, sweet, responded, Finally, the goal is achieved for Pride to be fully acceptable to straight people who don't even want to go to Pride anyway. No, seriously, holy fuck. The amount of people who are engaged in it, who are completely straight, and have no interest in going to Pride, and even said they have no interest in going to Pride, he's talking about this, you know, and giving out for opinions, is fucking amazing. It is fucking amazing. And, you know, and all the fucking, you know, anti-kinkers and the LGBT movement, you know, we're sitting there liking or retweeting the bullshit, you know. Um, but yeah, um, now another person, Tatrick A. Ricortado, Pride, now featuring shame. And then, you know, and Jay, um, quote-unquote, I believe in Judgment Supreme, where he said... Some leftists fell for the whole neo-Puritan shit with the quickness and is just sad. Apparently evil, apparently evil responded to Jay, saying, The way I found to unindoctrinate people from puritanical shit is to know that Europe doesn't have it and nothing bad has happened. Even public nudity is acceptable at times and nobody is scarred. Exactly. You know, like, I was talking about this to a friend yesterday, you know, um... The whole notion that women aren't allowed to go out topless. Like, it's fucking dumb. Like, where did that start from? Like, breasts are not inherently sexual, you know? Most cultures in the world history have not found breasts to be sexual, you know? They're just big fucking sacks of fat hanging off the chest, you know? It's it's very... It's... It, it, breasts are not inherently sexual, you know? Even, you know, it's just like, it's fucking bullshit and women can't go out there, you know, just, Fucking shirtless, you know? Like, it's fucking bullshit. Let's be honest. There's literally no good reason that a guy can go out there fucking shirtless, you know? But a woman can't. Like, it's fucking retarded. Um, let's be honest about that. You know? I am fully on the hashtag free the nips train. I want to make that very fucking clear. And I'm not going to back down, so... 
fucking take your complaints about it somewhere else. I'm not listening. Um, anyway, continuing on with apparently evil um, in his responses um, to Jay. I mean, that conversation... Okay, so anyway, it is... To recap, uh, his first tweet said, "I have no way of under, under blah, 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 blah. the way I found to indoctrinate people from puritanical shit is to know that Europe doesn't have it and nothing bad has happened. Um, even public nudity is acceptable at times, and nobody is scarred." Anyway, second tweet. I mean, that conversation's valid answer is basically anything short of sex in public. Um, nudity doesn't hurt people. The idea that it does is a puritanical construct, pretty unique to the U.S. Exactly. Like, new, like, we really need to de- destigmatize nudity. It's fucking stupid. It's so fucking dumb. Let people be nude if they want. Seriously. Not gonna hurt anybody. I promise you. It's not gonna hurt you. Anyway. Dad responded, Respect poli- Respectability politics gets us nowhere. A fucking men. And then the final two responses I'm gonna read are for, both from Yuri. My first Pride event had a fairy village tented off with fully naked men, a man edging on a table, and screened off um, fisting demo. The comfort level this showed me helped me get past so much in green body shaming and repressed sexuality. This is our space. Fuck this fake outrage. Everybody was open, kind, respectful, and clear boundaries and staff were prevented any minors from being anywhere they shouldn't be. Um... This weird-ass faux outrage and personal unrelated trauma shared online to justify telling grown-ass people to shut in on our day is hiring. Keep walking. <laughs> exactly. This is such a fake-ass discourse. Uh, obviously, the, re- the answer is let kinks speak. Let, let kinks um, sh- um, glow at pride. No, be, be, be prideful in your kinks, you know? Um... But yeah, obviously that's their correct answer. I don't understand how the fuck anyone is against that. I really don't get it. Um, at all. But one day, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be when, you know, it's apparently shameful to talk about sex or, you know, to be nude, apparently. Like, I don't get it. One bit. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's really everything I'm going to talk about in this episode. Um... Yeah, we'll talk about some of this other bullshit in the next episode. So, um, so yeah, I will see you all later. Um, have a wonderful day, everyone. Peace.